0: What is up, Canes fans? Welcome in to this edition of the Canes Inside Podcast. I am your host, Peter Ariz, alongside D-Money. D, man, you've been dropping some some big news over the last week or so. Just dropped a hot new update of the bank, which if you're listening to this podcast for the first time and you have not seen it already, go on to the site. Everything we're going to be talking about now is there in writing for you to see. Uh, But D, Appreciate you coming on as always talk to me. I, I know everyone's excited about this next, you know, couple weeks with June uh, expecting some big movement uh, in the class. What are you hearing?
1: Yeah. So go to Kansas the forums, the front page, you got the bank I dropped right now before we recorded this on Thursday. I did the ATM uh, over Memorial day. So the latest they're written, we'll go over it now here on the pod. So more forums, Go to canes.insight on Instagram. Remember to like and subscribe to this podcast, wherever you're listening to it or watching it. Uh, we got the, the merchandise. The Canes Inside Live
0: every Thursday night we have coming at you.
1: Yep. You and Brad are going to drop, take questions, and do the live stream coming up right now, but it'll be recorded so you can listen to it if you missed it. Um, you did a great podcast with Javi Salas, Mr. Perfect himself, former Canes Great, who Broke down the Canes baseball as we get ready for regionals. You can get that on YouTube and all podcast platforms, uh, and on the website. So just a ton of stuff out there. And again, the uh, merchandise—we got the link in the in the bio here. You can get on the website, uh, Shopify, just all kinds of great merchandise from Canes Insight. So with those plugs out of the way, we'll go position by position and let you know where we're at recruiting-wise as we head into the biggest weekend or month of really the Cristobal era. And I'm not going to get into every single player that we're recruiting. You'll you could look at the names that are visiting. I just want to kind of bring it to date on some names where there might be some new information uh, that I could I could give you guys. So with that, Pete, give me the give me the names and uh, or the positions, and we'll we'll roll right through it. By the way, I got kids rolling all over this house right now. I got my own kids. I got cousins. I feel like Nick Cannon right now. So if you hear kids screaming, hear doors opening and shutting, I apologize. It's crazy, but I wanted to give you this stuff while it was still fresh.
0: So right off the bat. You know, the first name you see there is Colin Hurley, uh, who's an LSU commit. Obviously, we know that Judd Anderson, who's been on the Canes Inside podcast, uh, has been the quarterback committed in the class. But you've been from the beginning saying don't don't uh, be surprised to see another quarterback end up in this class. And is Hurley going to end up being that guy?
1: It could be a transfer also. Um, but, look, Miami loves Judd Anderson. He'll be on campus next week, I believe, working out uh, in one of these camps that, that Miami's putting on. So they'll see him live and up close. I heard Dawson liked him when he saw him in person. So Miami loves Judd Anderson. Uh, that hopefully he's not going anywhere. But Miami will look at other quarterback options. One name to watch, uh, Colin Hurley from LSU. Guy has been on the radar since his freshman year, really since his eighth grade year, uh, reclassified. as LSU commit, but guy who – Peter, you know, I know you have some family ties with. I grew up a Hurricane fan, really poised young man, uh, a lot of talent, and produced very, very early in his career at, at a big-time program up in Jacksonville. So somebody for Canes fans to keep an eye on. Uh, committed to LSU, but I think Miami is, is alive in that recruitment, and that's that's a, a recruitment I'd keep my eye on.
0: couple defensive linemen visiting in the next week, Wyatt Gilmore and T.A. Cunningham. Uh, who obviously just recently transferred down to Central. Uh, what are you hearing on those guys?
1: Yeah, Wyatt Gilmore, somebody I've been mentioning in the bank for months. Uh, he's someone Miami really, really likes out of Minneapolis. He got a comp on two four seven at Trey Hendrickson. I can see that comp. This guy plays offense. He plays basketball. He's very productive. A high-motor guy, but also highly athletic guy. He's someone Miami loves. He'll be on campus this weekend, and I could see Miami pushing hard for a commitment there. They, they want him really bad. Um, T. A. Cunningham, a big name since his sophomore year, guys well traveled, been to Georgia, California, now Miami Central. Uh, he's not doing any official visit uh, next week, but I, I heard he will be working out on campus, so Miami will get a good look at him and be able to evaluate him. Been hard to get an eyeball on him because he's been around so many different places, you can't really know what you're what you're looking at. He's told Miami's offered, Miami likes, but they really want to see him up close, and so you can see that recruitment potentially pick up. Once they've laid eyes on him. but you know, going position by position, running back, I want to get to um, uh, Kwan Lacy out of Texas was going to visit this weekend. That visit's been canceled, sort of a mutual decision. Miami is really putting the heat on Kevin Riley, a running back out of Tuscaloosa. That would be a name I would keep an eye on. You know, Jarrett Gibson from IMG still in the mix. Uh, Tim Harris, a big fan of his game, obviously a highly recruited kid. But I would, I, the name I I'd, I'd ask Canes fans to watch. Kevin Riley out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama likes him, so it's always tough to get a Tuscaloosa kid. But this is someone who's shown a lot of interest, and Miami really loves what he can do.
0: I, I know there was a JoJo Trader Crystal Crystal Ball at uh, the Florida State that had people, uh, you know, worried about or asking about in terms of Miami's uh, recruitment of him. Uh, what do you know about that?
1: Miami did some digging there. Not much there to be concerned about. You know, FSU Ryder just trying to get some traffic. Not to say FSU's not recruiting JoJo Trader, and and he hasn't shown interest in them. He has. But that one's still a live recruitment. Miami wants him. I get, every time I post the bank, people ask questions about Trader. Uh, Miami wants him. They're going to be in that mix until the very end, and I wouldn't be alarmed with anything that's happening with him. I think with every receiver, Miami needs to just play better on the field. Two very big ones on campus this weekend on officials, uh, Draylon Miller out of, out of Port Arthur, Texas. Home of the greatest rap duo of all time, UGK. Um, He's someone Miami absolutely loves. Probably on the outside looking in when it comes to Miller right now, but he's here. So a great visit could rocket them to the top of the list. Miami really, really likes what he does. He's a high-priority kind of kid. Um, Tank Hawkins out of IMG. Speedster, one of the fastest players in the country. Jalen Waddle comps originally from West Virginia. Miami's been in great communication with him. His visit will go a long way. He's been here unofficially. Again, IMG just a short drive away. So those two guys are big name targets, and Miami's going to really put a lot of uh, effort into into moving with those guys.
0: Amir Jackson at tight end uh, looks like a very intriguing athlete. Worked out today on campus as as you reported in the bank, and it looks like an old school Miami Florida battle there. First of all, as a player, what would he bring to the table? And second of all, how do my how does Miami look there?
1: Big time basketball player, who, which you know, I love. Big time athlete, uh, flex tight end. Him and Caleb Odom are very similar, both from Georgia. And Caleb Odom already was at the top of Miami's board, and someone who has a lot of interest in Miami as well. Amir Jackson, after working out here as I record this today, it's Thursday. You'll hear it on Friday, but he had an awesome, awesome workout uh, in front of our coaches on an unofficial. He'll be back on an official. Miami really likes what he's doing. Gator Miami battle. They're pushing for him, and uh, they really, really like what he can do. And they might take him and Odom, uh, or him or Odom. You know, they're not going to stop recruiting him because they're doing good with Odom. That's a guy that they that has confirmed with his play on the field that he's an athlete that they really, really want. So keep an eye on um, on him as a potential uh, priority target in this class.
0: At Offensive Line, we always know this is going to be a priority every year, uh, no matter what they did the previous year in in the previous recruiting cycle. Any new names emerging there?
1: Yeah, I would look at – well, as far as names that don't get talked about, I'd look at Eddie Turk, T-U-E-R-K, out of Chicago. This is a guy who has P5 offers as a defensive tackle. Miami loves his athleticism. He'll be coming down to visit, and this is someone who's – Ranking does not reflect where he is on Miami's board. Mirabal really, really likes this guy. Again, athleticism. Um, he's a defensive guy who has the ability to play offense as well. Miami would would recruit him as an offensive player. Um, really like him as a potential target. He's someone again they're very high on, um, and and are, he will be visiting and he's showing a lot of interest coming out of Chicago. I've always said with offensive linemen, go to the big cities because those are the guys that are going to have more interest in Miami. Don't go to the farms. Those guys are going to go to SEC or, or, or Big 12 or Big 10. Go to the big cities, and that's what they're doing with guys like Eddie Turk. You um, saw Samson Okanlola last year up in, in New England. That's that, that's what you need to do, in my opinion. Um, another guy, Jordan Seaton, originally from Washington, D.C. He's someone Miami really, really likes. Highly rated guy. Just moved to IMG. Miami's going to have a chance with any IMG guy. So that's someone that I think Miami... Him transferring has given Miami some more life in that recruitment, and he's someone that Miami will recruit hard. Another name, Zuri Madison out of Lexington, Kentucky. Um, Maybe He's the kind of guy that goes to SEC, who knows, but he's someone that Miami on tape really, really values. Maybe not the best body guy walking around, but when you put the tape on, he's one of the highest guys on their board just from a performance standpoint. Um, So all those guys are, are names to watch at the offensive line position.
0: So we already spoke about the defensive lineman. Um, I don't know if there's anyone else you wanted to add there, but if not, we'll jump to linebacker James Nesta from Charlotte. Uh, seems like there's some mutual interest there, according to what uh, you said.
1: Yeah, James Nesta visiting this weekend. Um, not the most highly rated guy, but again, somebody that Miami has very, very high on their board, above other guys that might have a bigger rating. Um, watch the, you know, watch the film. The guy's a very productive player, very smart player, very tough player, and athletic. A lot more mm-hmm. you know, people, people are going to dismiss the athleticism because he's a white linebacker. I think Miami fans, more than any program, should know that's a mistake. Um, so he's someone that, that he's he's visiting this weekend for a reason. It's because Miami values him highly and would like to add him to this linebacker class.
0: A bunch of names that you mentioned here at corner and defensive back So if you want to just get into some of the important ones, uh, go for it.
1: Yeah, uh, so corner is a wide-open board. A lot of names in the mix. Um, The name that is probably the most known to Canes fans is Jalen Howard out of Rockledge. He's listed as a safety, I think, at 247. For Miami purposes, look at him as a corner. He's got some blazing track times. I think he's 10-6 in the 100. So Miami likes him at corner, and he's in the mix. Um, Ricky Knight, you know – they're still in communication with him, uh, but there's other a lot of other names. People ask me about Jamari Howard a lot because I believe he's ranked the number 76 player in the country on the composite, a very long athletic corner, originally from Westland Ali. I think he's Bahamian maybe originally. I don't think he's from this country. Um, and then he's now it's Miami Central. The problem with him is he doesn't have much film. You, know, you don't have a lot to eval him on. I think he ran track this spring, didn't really see him on the field a lot. So now he's a central. Miami wants to get eyes on him in that environment. But – that's someone again, like Cunningham. Where, yeah, he's highly rated. Yes, he has physical tools, but I think the more he's they get eyes on him, and the more he you know communicate with us and getting that getting recruited by us, uh, that's what, that will progress as it progresses, and we'll see where that goes. But as far as guys that I think Miami should fans should know, a corner Dakota Fields, blazing fast corner out of uh, Junipero Serra, out there in the West Coast, he's got a lot of talent. Um, highly recruited kid. He's going to be visiting in June. He's a name to keep an eye on. And um, a guy that I think Canes fans wouldn't recognize, but that was given to me as an athlete that Miami likes a lot. His name is Jameel Watkins out of Ocala Vanguard. If that name, if that school sounds familiar, that's where Nikosi Perry went to high school. Watch that tape. Store that name away. He's someone to watch. Miami's corner board is wide open. They want athletes. They want studs. And they're going to take the best guys. And it may be, you know, new names emerging. I don't think that that's the board that I think is the most subject to change as we go through this process. They are evaluating like crazy and, and working really hard. Um, one name I want to mention at corner who could play this year, meaning twenty twenty three, is Demetrius Free. He's a JUCO kid. He's visited a bunch of other schools. Miami's come in and now we'll get has him on campus this weekend. I think he just landed here on Thursday. He's someone that uh, Coach Adai know, has a relationship with his coach. Crystal also has a relationship with his coach. Juco kid, but didn't go to Juco because of grades. He's somebody that had grades out of high school, just went to Juco to develop, similar to an Aaron Rodgers or a Josh Allen. Uh, he was a quarterback in high school, had offers, lower-level offers at quarterback, made the switch to cornerback in Juco. Six-foot-one, I believe is a ten nine hundred meter, uh, according to Miami's database. So that's somebody that can run. Six-one, again, 185-ish, big kid. Great attitude from what I understand. Again, former quarterback, those guys usually have high IQ. Um, it, it, he's a little bit raw in terms of being a Juco prospect, but he has multiple years to play. He doesn't have to play right away. So he's someone that if he needs time, he has time, and he will be more like a replacement for a Cormani or a, or an Antoine Jackson or the two guys that transferred out uh, Kamari Rodgers um, or I guess the one guy that transferred out, Kamari Rogers from two thousand twenty-two. He's more of a replacement for those guys, as opposed to like, hey, we need this guy to start right away, kind of thing. Um, and which I should mention, Terry Terry Roberts just got re- uh, was just reported. The Iowa transfer ended up going back in the portal. I think the story there is, you know, Miami would have loved to have him as a special teams guy and depth at corner, but he just. He was here in spring and didn't stand out on the defensive side of the ball. That's why Miami's hitting corner so hard, recruiting guys like Craney. Um, and then of course Jadis Richards, Jaden Davis, uh, and the other cornerbacks that Miami's added to that room to to compete. Devontae Brown. So um, corner is is like is is it's been the hottest position in the portal. Recruiting is going to be the, the most active position going forward because there's a lot of names there.
0: D, real quick before I let you go, I mean, I think that pretty much wraps it up in terms of the recruiting news. But you had a few updates on guys who are either coming on campus now or have been there. Uh, what do you have to give us there?
1: So, everybody that signed is here on campus except for Frankie Tinolau, who he'll be here next semester. He just has some trans, you know, he's, he, he, he came from a different country. So, there's some things that had to work out. They will be worked out. He'll be here next semester and he'll be here in camp. But as far as like right now, um, everybody's here. And some names that stood out. First of all, I heard that Tyler Harrell and Chris Johnson, I asked about it. And he said that the guy I talked to said they look like Olympians. That's how fast those guys are. And remember, Cristobal's been at Alabama. He's been at Oregon. Adai's been at Georgia. Uh, we've had coaches that have been around and been at very big programs. And apparently these are some of the fastest players, maybe the fastest players that these guys have ever seen. It's that kind of speed.
0: Well, the numbers. The numbers back it up for both of them.
1: Right. So again, it's hyperbole, but these guys have seen a lot. And like you said, the numbers back it up and they're saying these guys are as fast as they've There's seen. There's verified numbers
0: day. on both of them that are, you know, what you're talking about. So I mean
1: Chris Johnson is faster than the other Chris Johnson in high school. So, you know, if you look at the like you said, the verified numbers, look at Chris Chris Johnson, CJ two K had great verified numbers. This Chris Johnson has better verified numbers coming out. So it's not just hype. There's numbers to back it up, but it's translating to, to workouts at least. We'll see how it translates on the field when they start practicing in pads. Some names that were mentioned to me. We know guys like Francis Malagoa, Samson, Ray Ray Joseph, who we saw in spring, Ruben Bain. Um, some names that of guys that are here now, and again, these are not padded practices. This is just workouts, but a lot of times these first impressions can mean a lot. Names that were mentioned to me. Number one, Mark Fletcher. You've seen pics of him on campus. The guy's huge. Uh, he's really leaned out. He's working hard and just attitude of somebody who's coming to take somebody's job and wants to start as a freshman at some point. Will he? Who knows? We thought Trayvante Citizen had a chance. He got hurt. But Fletcher is really impressing early on just physically and attitude-wise. Tommy Kinsler. What I was told about him, and you, there's pictures of, of him standing next to Samson and Francis Malagoa from last year. When they came on a visit, he's bigger than those guys, and now that he's here, he's still bigger than those guys. He's slimmed down to three forty, maybe not to three twenty-five, but this guy's huge. And they put him on the field to have him run, and he's outrunning guys. He runs like he's two forty. I heard his athleticism is just off the charts. So watch him as a guy with just incredible, incredible upside. Even could he, he could he be like
0: the Inez Cooper sort of sort of guy from last year?
1: Yeah, he could. More athletic, and Cooper's athletic. But this guy's like super athletic, um, just a freak of nature. And he's being compared to guys like Samson and Francis who are five stars. So, Well, but that
0: has to be a good sign for when you're looking at these guys that, that they're bringing in now and people are, are saying, well, they aren't the highest rated guys. Well, they have the traits that, that this staff is looking for.
1: Exactly, and you put him next to five stars, and not only do they not look out of place, in some respects, they have physical advantages. Now, we saw Francis and Samson in pads, and I know they're the real deal. Um, we haven't seen Kinsler in pads, and he's based on his film, he has some work to do as far as just getting strong, uh, more physical and things like that. But in terms of the, the tools, he's as advertised and more. One more name that might surprise people, Marcellius Pulliam, linebacker, added, added Sandy Creek, Georgia, I'm told he's 6'3", 230, looks like a million bucks, and he's outrunning linebackers at Miami that are known for their speed. Some guys that have been here that you say these are our fast linebackers, Pulliam's outrunning him. And one thing about Pulliam, his midseason senior highlight, I posted it, some people were underwhelmed. I went back and posted his the, the highlights from the second half of his season in the States, and he was unreal. I asked, why was that? He was hurt. He played through injury the first half of the year. Second half of the year, he was um, healthy. And just, I made a post on the board. You could could find it. Just search Pulliam. He was unreal the second half of the year. And he's carried that momentum on. Again, no pads, none of that. This is just workouts, but a big, fast, and talented, instinctual. Listen, I remember
0: another guy from Georgia, Eddie Johnson, who came out of nowhere, who had all the physical traits in the world. And he came on the scene right away and made an impact. Obviously, hopefully, uh, Marcelius' career lasts longer than Eddie Johnson's at Miami, but uh, who knows?
1: Yeah, and look, I heard he's a great kid. Um, I don't think he has a, you know, uh, skeletons. You know, Eddie Johnson. I remember watching his film. Like this guy, this guy must be. a— There had
0: to have been a reason why. he, he Had a
1: reason why. I've never right. heard of this guy. Obviously, there was. Pullion though, I heard great kid, and the physical tools are there. We'll see. These are workouts. You don't want to get too ahead of yourselves, but always good to make a nice first impression.
0: D just wrapping things up here as I got to get to this live as we as we record as we finish recording this uh, again, like you said, everyone go check out that Javi Salas podcast breaking down not only the regional right we get into the regional but the cane season as a whole and looking ahead a bit. Um, obviously that that podcast was brought to, brought to you by, guys by Salah, Astarita, and Cox, uh, so you know go check that one out. Um, I think. Anyone looking for baseball content content will appreciate that. Javi's perspective, obviously, is you know he not only played and, and pitched to Miami, but uh, has been an analyst you know for you know ACC Network and for the Canes as well. So everyone, go and check that one out
1: and like and subscribe to this podcast. Canes Instagram. Check out Peter's uh, live that he's about to do. It'll be replayed on YouTube. Um, check out the merchandise. The link is in the bio. And Underdog Sports. Promo code CIS, you get 100 bucks to play. NBA playoffs, all kinds of, of bets you can lay down. Underdog sports, promo code CIS, get $100 free to play. So uh, with that, I'll let you get to your live, Peter. That's the bank. Canesinsight.com forums. We got it all written out, and people are going crazy over it. It's going to be a hot summer, hot June.
0: Stay tuned. Go Canes.